So again, greetings to everybody tonight. Uh, this is January 28th. This is our fourth session together talking about tonight personal domain. This is focused leadership training. And again, I appreciate all of you who are uh, in the room, those who will be attending and, and those who are watching this after the session is over. I need to go ahead and get right into this because it's gonna take us a little bit of time and I wanna be true to our time and respect yours, okay? So uh, again, thank all of you for being here. Uh, tonight we're talking about personal domain, personal domain. And if you recall, we've been dealing with your purpose, we've been dealing with your gifts, we've been dealing with learning who you are, uh, who you really are. And tonight we're gonna see a very clear picture of what that means and how that's going to help us in focus. I've had some great conversations this week and really had a great conversation at a meeting today with a group out of uh, Buffalo, New York and also uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And so they're gonna come and they're gonna help us get some things together. They work with Stacey Abrams in Georgia with the get out to vote effort. And they said no city uh, is too large or too small. And they wanna come and they wanna help us so that the next mayor, we know where that next mayor is gonna come from and we know what that next mayor is gonna look like in our city and we're believing for that and we're working towards that, okay? Because that's gonna be big in our efforts. Um, with that said tonight, again, we're talking about personal domain. Let me give you a, a definition of terms so you'll know where we're going, okay? Personal domain, um, personal domain is a private sphere of authority, knowledge, influence, um, and activity for a specific area of expertise. I thought about this one day when I had saw someone who was in the ocean and there was a, a huge shark, the biggest shark I had, I'd ever seen in my life. It was a great white and it had been feeding on a whale. Um, and it was just engorged, it was so big. And this small person was in the water with this shark. And as I was looking at it, it was amazing to me because this human being was in that animal's, that, that shark's domain. That shark could have done whatever it wanted to do. And no one could have, no one could have faulted a shark for biting a person or consuming a person that is in the ocean. And I was reminded of another situation where a shark had bitten a person and took a good piece out of him. And the guy wasn't angry at the shark at all. And I began to look at that and I began to see that if we, get in, if, if we walk outside and see a shark walking around, that would be something strange. That would be, you know, that wouldn't be normal. It would be out of the ordinary, right? But if you see a shark in the ocean, that's its habitat. That's where it belongs. It can swim fast in the ocean. It can live, it can grow. It never leaves that environment. And so we are like that as well in the kingdom of God. You have a sphere of authority, knowledge, influence. You have this place where you're gonna be at your best. 
That's what your personal domain is, okay? Let's move into this quickly. Genuine authority has a domain. It has a specific area to be exercised. Authority has a specific area where it can be authorized, where it can be uh, exercised. If you look at a shepherd, a shepherd has a rod, you know, that stick with the hook on the end that it uses to grab the sheep and pull it back close to, 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 to him. Um, a rod is a symbol of authority generally used by shepherds. What I want you to begin to see with yourself is that a shepherd has this rod and he can fully use that rod to the extent of his capabilities in the right domain. If he walks in a mall and starts grabbing people by the neck with that rod, then he's out of order, okay? He's out of order if he does that. But if he uses that rod, where that staff, where he is supposed to be, then no one can stop him. Nothing can impede his progress, his growth and his development because he's in the right place. He's in the right space, right? So I want you to understand that everything is created with a dimension of authority within it. Okay, now I'm going to get into some things. I can't spend a lot of time on it tonight, um, but this is important for you to grasp this concept. And it took me, it took me years to get this. Okay, but everything is created with a dimension of authority within it. it it's a spiritual law. It's how the Creator operates and how He functions, how He has chosen for us to function. So you have created within you, without anyone's permission, you have the ability to do what the creator has designed for you to do. Everything is created with the dimension of authority in it, okay? Please remember to mute your phones um, because we're recording tonight. So everything is created with a dimension of authority within it. You already have it. No one has to sanction you. You already have the authority within you to be you. Everything in creation must yield to something in order to function, in order to grow, in order to prosper, in order to succeed on this planet. I, I taught it this way for years that power submits to power. Okay, so if you're going to be everything that you, you that the creator has designed for you to be, if you're going to do everything that the creator has designed for you to do, if you're going to grow, if you're going to prosper, if you're going to be uh, effective, if we are going to be effective in this city as a group where we're looking to raise people up and create viable solutions for them, then we are going to have to submit to power. Power submits to power. I'm going to teach you some things tonight about relationship. Um, power has this relationship with authority. And we're going to mention that a little bit later. But you have to begin to understand these principles to grow and to develop in your gift and in your personal domain. Let me give you a quick, a quick uh, example of this. If you were cooking a pizza or you're cooking in your kitchen, Thanksgiving dinner or whatever it is, 
You have to have the proper relationship with the stove. If you have the wrong relationship with the oven, whether it's on the top or uh, you know beneath, if you have the wrong relationship with that, you're gonna get burned and you're gonna destroy your meal. You're gonna burn your meal. Power submits to power. You're the cook, you're the chef, you're preparing the food. But if you have the wrong relationship with that, with that appliance, you're gonna hurt somebody, you're gonna hurt yourself, and no one to have anything to eat. Power submits to power. And there are plenty of examples of that throughout creation. Let me move. Number three, the third power statement, creation possesses the inerrant authority to fulfill its purpose. You, you have within you the authority to fulfill your purpose. You don't have to ask for permission. You know what I find as a, a pastor and leader, and I've been with the company a long time now, I find Christians praying about things that they shouldn't even be praying about because they were already told to do it. But we've been taught this dynamic of prayer and we use it the wrong way. We're praying about things. You're in your closet about things you're supposed to be doing. Now you can pray and get wisdom on how to do what you need to do, maybe timing, right? But I think that we're, we're praying about certain things that you don't have to pray about, especially if you're created with the authority to go ahead and do so. You don't have to pray to grow. You were created to grow, right? There are people praying about loving other people, but you're commanded to love. You should love your neighbor as yourself. You can pray about how, you know, and get wisdom and all of those things. But I think that there are some things you're praying about you probably should have been moving on already, right? That there are people, I had a conversation with a gentleman who tried to argue with me about using his brain. He didn't, he didn't want to use his brain. And so I think that sometimes, again, I think that we're praying about things that God has already told us to do. And so we have to be mindful about that. Creation possesses the inerrant authority to fulfill its purpose. Birds don't pray to fly. Snakes don't pray to slither. Right? Okay? So we have to have this the proper relationship with our environment, with each other, with our purpose, with our creator. And we'll get into that. Number four, you naturally possess the authority that enables you to fulfill your purpose on earth. You naturally possess it. But what happens is we've been taught that you have to pray about something that's far away from you to someone who's far away from you. And that's why people struggle with their gifts. And that's why people struggle with their purpose. And that's why people struggle with how to function on the planet. If I could tell you something that helped me years ago, everything that we do on this planet is governed by two things. Number one, it's governed by natural law, but most importantly, it's governed by spiritual law. And if you understand spiritual law, you can function at a higher level in the natural on the planet. Because again, if you put seed on cement, it will not grow. I don't care how much you pray over it. You can go sow a thousand seed, a thousand dollars and put it in the preacher's hand. You can do all that stuff people talk about, but seed that is on cement will not grow because it's breaking 
natural law and it's breaking spiritual law, okay? You have the authority to be who God called you to be, to be the person that you are designed to be, okay? To fulfill your purpose on the planet, but you have to trust that this is so. Number five, the creator expects for you to fulfill your purpose. He expects this. It's, it's, it's supply and demand. He has supplied the ability and the demand is put on you to fulfill your purpose on the planet. It's done. It's, it's expected, right? The greatest source of potential on the planet uh, is most likely in the cemetery because there are so many people that died with their purpose trapped within them. And we don't, wanna, we don't want that to be us, right? The creator expects for you to fulfill your purpose. Number six, he never starts a thing till it's finished. So you're still on the planet, you're not finished. I was, uh, I was on what people called, a, uh, the nurse called a deathbed, but I wasn't finished. I didn't believe I was finished. You know, once I came to myself, there was a time I didn't know I was in the world, you understand? But I wasn't finished. My wife made decisions on my behalf because she believed that I wasn't finished. No one should leave the planet prematurely. No one, the Bible says, why should you die before your time? That's what it says. So no one should leave the planet without being finished. Tita Lesta, it is finished. Number seven. You belong or you being here is proof that you finish. That goes along with number six. The creator never starts a thing till it's finished because he sees the end from the beginning. And you're still here. Guess what that means? You finish. You finish strong, man. You're a finished product in the mind of God. Now you're just walking it out. Now you're just bearing the fruit. Now you're just, you're just moving with him in alignment. To operate in personal domain, you must understand that you're capable, confident, and competent. You're capable. That means you know your source. So to fully understand what you can do, hear me and hear me good. To fully understand what you can do as a leader, you must know your source. You know how we pray and we say, our father? Well, father, it means source. So when you're praying and you call the creator father, you're calling him your source, right? A plant that is in the ground can grow. Fish that are in the water can thrive and swim, right? Stars that are in the heaven can shine, light can shine forth. And human beings who are in creator or in their creator can be all that we were destined to be. He's our source. So in order for you to be a great leader, you have to know your source. That means that now you know him, you know who you really are, now you're capable. Don't doubt what he's given you, you are capable. Number two, you must be confident now. You have this relationship with him. You can speak with him and he hears you. Now you know that you can have the petitions that you ask because you're in this relationship with him. He relates to you, you relate to him. You cannot fail. He does not create failures. He creates successes. 
Get me? So you're capable, you're confident. I'm talking about you tonight. You're, you're competent. That means you know how to do what he's given for you to do. Capable is knowing your source. Confident is knowing what you can do. And being competent, know, you're, you're, you know how to do it, right? Have you ever seen a person, uh, maybe we're, maybe, you know, years ago we were, we were at church and something would happen with the sound system and then people would rebuke the devil and say, the devil is a liar. No, wait, stop. If we get competent, some of these issues won't happen. We'll be able to get beyond that because our competence has grown, right? I'm not that good in Excel. It will take me a long time to do a particular project in the Excel program. But if I grow my competence, then I can be confident when I operate that program. I can be competent, confident, and know that I am capable to get the job done, okay? So I think again, sometimes we're praying and we're rebuking the devil and we're doing all of this stuff when we simply need to know our source, be capable, confident, and competent to operate in your personal domain. I was asked to, to, to minister in Africa some time ago and the pastor was talking to me and he said, he said, pastor, you will know when a lion takes a zebra. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, because you'll hear him roar. You'll hear him when he takes him down and he roars. And I was just so amazed because here he was preaching and he said, you know, they see all these animals. He showed me pictures where he was baptizing people and 10 feet behind him was a hippopotamus. And he said, you must be very brave to baptize in Africa. He had me questioning, wait a minute, am I to preach in Africa? You know, because he said, you have to be very brave. Hippos kill more men than lions. And he was there baptizing in the water. And it was a, it was a hippopotamus behind him. I, I, I was amazed. I said that to say this, that lion has a domain. That hippopotamus has a domain. And likewise, you have a domain where you thrive where you'll be the most successful, where you shine. And God does not mind you shining. God does not mind you being great, just as long as he gets the glory. When you operate in your personal domain, it's authentically you. You're not trying to be somebody else. You're not just trying to imitate somebody, no. It's authentic to you, who you are as a person. When you do what you're gifted to do, people recognize it. It looks like you. That's, that's, how, that's one of the ways I teach purpose in my mentoring program. I get people to thinking about who they are. And I ask them the question, describe yourself to me. And most, time, most times they'll describe how they look and all of that. But when they get beyond that, they will begin to describe what they do. And most times the thing that they're describing is it's most times the thing that comes naturally out of them. That could very well be a part of their gifting and their purpose. When you do it, 
people recognize it. They, you know, you look at LeBron James and you say, yeah, he probably should be playing football, uh, basketball, right? His physical stature and, and, and so on and so forth. Well, when you do this thing that you're gifted to do, because you know who you really are in the creator, people recognize it and it looks like you, it's authentic to you. When you do this thing that, that the creator has given for you to do, it intimidates others. I remember reading a story and uh, uh, the son of God was um, uh, performing some miracles and using his gift to solve problems in the earth. And some people looked at him one day and they said, what manner of man is this? Well, that's what happened. They saw him functioning in his gifting. They saw him doing what was his to do and it intimidated them. They recognized it and they said, he's different than we are. What manner of man is this? Well, when you do what's been given to you, people will say that about you. You make it look easy. When you're doing this thing that's been given to you in this space, in the sphere of, 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 of influence, in the sphere of your influence, when you do it, you fully utilize your gifts when you do this thing, okay? You fully utilize your gifts. It's the place where your gifts are to function. When you do it, you command respect. You don't have to demand respect, but when you're operating in the sphere of your influence, when you're operating in your personal domain, when you're using the gifts and the abilities that the creator has given to you, you command respect. You don't have to try to be something else. You command it. And they will respect you. They might not like you, but they will respect the gift. They may not can stand you, but they will respect the gift. So be mindful about what's been given to you. And I, and I do wanna admonish you here. I wanna give you a very quick warning. Don't let unauthorized people speak into your life. Don't let unauthorized people who do not, you have not given them permission, nor has the creator given them permission to speak into your life, to hinder you, to block your path, to stunt your growth. Unauthorized people in your life will do three things. They will drain you, discourage you, and delay you. Don't let that happen. They will drain you, discourage you, and delay you, just like King Saul with, with the, boy, the boy King David. He wanted him to fight like he fought. He wanted him to wear his armor. He wanted him to do it the way that he did it. And all that did was create delay. Don't let unauthorized people speak into your life. I don't listen to a lot of folk. I don't pay attention to a lot of folk. Somebody came to my wife maybe about 20 years ago uh, and prophesied to her and said, you're married, you're married to a man of God, you'll be divorced in seven years. She told me what he said. I said, that's a lie. It's a lie. He has no authority to speak into your life. I don't care if they called him, whatever they called him, he had no authority to speak into, into her life. We've been married now going on 23, 24 years. And it's clear it was a lie. 
You understand? So don't let unauthorized people do that to you because of their titles or their stature or their position. No, we're not doing that, okay? Um, when you operate in your personal domain, you won't allow these types of people to harm you, injure you, hurt you, keep you from going forward. Why? Because you were born to do it. My, my youngest son, Micah, he, he, at a very young age, you know, we were playing horse. It's a game with a basketball in the yard one day. And he was just a little one. It took all I had to beat that kid. He was hitting shots. It was amazing. It was, it was amazing. And I told my wife after that, we might have something here. This is different. He's doing things that he shouldn't be able to do. And it, he made it look easy. And he does it now. He's, he's 14 years old. The thing that you're gifted to do, you were born to do it, right? It's like the son of God and being a king. Nobody had to appoint him king. He didn't get anybody's permission to be king, okay? He was king. Just as you are gifted, you are talented, you are one of a kind. You have everything that you need to do what the creator has given for you to do. And when you do it, it looks easy. You don't have to try to do it. Um, you don't tire of it easily. So what we wanna do with focus is, we wanna get you to this space to where you are functioning in that. Because if you're functioning in that, you won't quit. You won't give up. You won't cave in. You won't leave it behind, right? I was uh, doing some work, I was writing one day and my son saw me and my wife had asked if I had had, any, had anything to eat. And I think it was my daughter or somebody noticed and said, you can tell that dad is doing what he's supposed to be doing. He didn't even realize he, he hadn't eaten anything. I mean, it, it just comes easy. It comes out of me, right? You wanna be able to live that way. I would much rather be deployed than employed. Because when I'm deployed, I can't be fired. You can't fire me if the creator has deployed me into my assignment, okay? I would much rather be deployed than employed, all right? You are the way you are because of why you are. This thing that the creator has given you, these gifts, these abilities, you're built to do it. You're authorized to do it, right? You can only manifest that thing when you start doing it. Um, someone said to me last week, I think we were in this meeting and I said that some of you are sitting there right now and someone is wondering, what have I been doing my whole life? And so I got a call or a text or something, I forget exactly what it was. And, um, and she said, you know what, that was me. And I've been wondering, what have I been doing after hearing this? What have I been doing my whole life? I'm telling you, when you discover your reason for being, life changes. You start over because now you have meat that others know not of. You have this purpose and this reason for being. You have a... a a public mission that requires private sacrifice and you don't mind it at all.
because it's what's been given for you to do. And I'm here to tell you tonight, folks, that you cannot manifest that in your life if you don't start. And this journey that we've started together, we're doing this together. And when you came into the focus group and you said that you would be a leader, you've started the journey. And now the question is, are you flowing in your life? I don't want you to try to make this a method. I don't, this is a flow, it's not a method, okay? It's not a method. My job right now with you all is to help you to believe that you can because you already have what it takes. You just have to believe that you do. And somebody has to tell you, right? What do I mean by that? If you've lived your life as a chicken on the ground, but the entire time you are, you are an eagle, all you need then is someone other than a chicken, someone other than a farm animal to tell you that you can. And the best thing to tell you that you can fly is someone who's flying, someone who's doing the very thing that you can do. And you have the same ability. So when you hear an eagle, say that you're an eagle. When you, when you hear an eagle, say, do this. When you hear an eagle say, look, how far can you see with your sight, with your vision? Then it inspires you and you begin to believe. But all along, you have the ability on the inside of you because the creator has given it to you. You are created with the ability to do the thing that you're supposed to do. There are no um, outside things necessary. You just need to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. And you can do it. You can do it. You will do it. Faith says you are doing it. Okay. When you operate in your personal domain, you become valuable to the world because you begin to meet a need that the world has. Do you know that there are, um, you know, it takes, when a man releases, there are at least 50 million sperm traveling to the egg. And all it takes is one, 50 million. And all it takes is one. Do you know what you are? You are the one, you are the product of that one. There is something special for you to do. There's something special for you to do because you were that one. The creator could have made it so that any other one out of 50 million reached the end, but he destined for it to be you. There is something amazing that you have to offer to the world, that you have to present to the world. Out, out of 50 million, you are the one. That makes you valuable to the creator. And that means that he's given you a very specific assignment. Come on now, you are tailor-made. You are a treasure, you are his masterpiece. You are not a mistake. You are not a failure. I don't care if you didn't finish your degree. I don't care if you had children out of wedlock. I don't care if you've been through things in your life. 
I don't care if your father was a drunkard and you used to get drunk, that is over. You have something amazing to offer, irregardless of what you've gone through in your life. You are not a mistake. In fact, you are a bestseller, one in 50 million, extraordinary, a diamond in the rough, irreplaceable, undeniable. You are irreversibly blessed. Nothing can stop you if you believe. My job is to help you to believe tonight. And when you begin to believe, this becomes easy. I'm not saying there won't be challenges. There will be. There will be trial. There will be tribulation. We all go through things. But the key is not pitching a tent. If you're going through, then go through it and get on out of it. You have the expiration date. Go through it. Don't stop. Don't wallow. Don't find a miserable company. Go through it. Get past it and move on. You have a gift to serve the world. And everyone's gift is like fruit. They're not all ripe at the same time. There are different seasons. And I believe that because you're here tonight, the, the creator has allowed me to experience a certain ripeness of the fruit that he's given to me so that you could observe it. I've known some of you a very long time. Why is it now that we're connecting this way? You have something with something in it. In fact, you are something with something in it. And I wanna help you to present that so that we can get other people to hear this. How many of you believe that other people should be experiencing this basic of training as we are tonight? It's not deep, it's not wonderful, this is basic. But when you get to the place to where you're discovering who you really are, let me tell y'all something what's happening to you right now. The kingdom on the inside of you is erupting like a volcano. And when that eruption goes off, it consumes everything around you. When I started learning this and getting this and believing this and getting to where I could teach this, it changed everything that we were doing. It consumed everything that I was teaching. I threw away hundreds and hundreds of CDs and tapes and things that I taught years ago. I threw them away. Nothing else matters. This is the pearl of great price. It's the kingdom. That's what I'm giving you tonight. There are no shortcuts to your authority. There's a process. You are at peace when, you're, when you are cooperating with the process. I got to move. The only thing you need tonight is a reason. Your gift needs a reason. I am so proud of you. We didn't get to the goal that we had, that we set, but we increased. We, we, we put our, our influence to the test and we grew and we increased. And I'm proud of all of you who, were, who participated in that. Someone uh, texted me a screenshot of all the people that she had been talking to and communicating with. I'm proud of you for doing that. 
Your gift needs a reason to function in this personal domain. Your purpose needs a reason. There's a demand being put on you. And the more you hear this, the more you begin to get this audacity to believe. Let me move, I gotta go. When you operate in your personal domain, not only do you flourish, but your gift flourishes. You flourish in the right environment. Sometimes I believe that we go through things because we're in the wrong environment. We're around the wrong people. The right environment is your personal domain, just like a shark in water, a plant in the ground. In the right environment, you shine. In the right environment, you are successful. In the right environment, you are prosperous. You will realize your wealth in the right environment. You get better with more knowledge and skill and training, but you have to be in the right place in the right space. Like David, he started with a lion and he started with a bear. I think the Bible says that he, he said that he grabbed the lion by the beard and smote it, he killed it. You gotta really believe what you believe <laughs> to grab a lion by the beard, come on now. He believed it and it caused him to do things that were extraordinary. I was talking to a man today. I had a meeting with him from Buffalo, New York. And he said to me, he said, you inspire me. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, I've never heard a man say he wants to build a community. I've never heard a man say that he wants to take something from scratch and take something that's not there and make it something different. I've never heard that. He said, however, I can help you, let me help you. See, when you're where you need to be, people will hear that and watch me now, the creator will draw people to you who are destined to help you when you're in the right space, when you're operating in your personal domain. He looked at land with no, with, with no houses on it and he saw King's dominion because I cast the vision to him. He saw it. And I said, this is what the creator is doing. And he said, I'm moving down here. I'm helping. He's from Buffalo, New York. When you operate in your personal domain, it's you, man. It's you. It looks like you. It feels like you. It, 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 it sounds like you. It fits you. It looks like you. It satisfies you. It, it, it fulfills you. And that's not you being boastful. That's not me being boastful. Let me tell you something, folks. True humility is saying about yourself what the creator said about you. That's true humility. Some people think that humility is debasing yourself, that humility is, is lowering yourself. Uh, uh The scripture says that you should not think more highly of yourself than you ought to. What is he saying? You ought to think highly of yourself. True humility is saying what the creator said about you, giving him glory for what he's done. He's given you gifts, give glory for that. You ought to look in the mirror sometime and say, it don't get no better than this. The creator created me like, let me stop before I start preaching. Let me look, I, I gotta move y'all. 
the only accurate way to understand yourself is in the context of the creator, okay? I know I've talked in cold a bit these four weeks, but I just wanted to show you that when I deal with people who don't know God, I can talk like this and they'll wanna know it. Come on now. I, I talk about really getting to know who you are and I'll have people ask me after the seminar, what did you mean by that? Do I not have gifts? And I'll let them know the only way to get these gifts is to properly relate to the gift giver. Come on now. See, even though we're talking about raising up black folk in our community, there's no way to do that without the creator. There's no way to do that without his spirit. Come on. But I don't just come out and say that because there are people who don't understand. We can't be one trick ponies. We gotta be as, as cunning as a serpent and harmless as a dove. I, I gotta get ready to close. In your, in your personal domain tonight, you're free to be you and no one expects you to be any other thing than to simply be you. You're free to ex express who you are. You're free to be true to yourself and to your gifts and your calling and, and all of these things in your personal domain. Yes, I, I'll do that. What is the personal domain for stars? Well, of course, it's the sky, it's the universe. But a star that's not in the universe is called fallen. It's a falling star. What is, what is the proper place and domain for plant life? Of course, it's the ground. What's the proper domain for a lion and a tiger? Of course, it's the jungle. What's the proper domain for a bear? Well, it's the forest. And what's the proper domain for you? It's in the creator. That's where you experience your fullest potential. That's where you experience the, the, the right environment for your gift. I remember stories in the scripture where, where, where the creator was talking to a man and he said, I want you to go to this particular city and I want you to meet with this particular person because there he would be provided for. And I just, I know that there are things that we're going through because we're out of pocket. Uh, when I was in the military, I, I hurt my knee pretty bad. I had to get out. And uh, uh, it, my knee cap kept coming out of place. I couldn't run because it was coming out of place. I couldn't walk. I couldn't jump. I couldn't do the things that I was created to do because it kept coming out of place. And sometimes that's how we are. See, when I jumped and came down one day, it popped out of place and didn't go back. And I was in so much pain. Ambulance came and got me. I got to the hospital and the doctor said, on the count of three, brace yourself. And he said, one, two, bam. And he popped it back in position. Even though it was painful, it felt good to me because finally my leg was, my knee was back in position. And I think that's what's happening for some of you right now. You've been out of pocket. You've been out of place. 
and you've heard some things tonight in these past four weeks and it's been painful a little bit, but at the same time, it feels so good because you're, you're realizing that it's popping back in place. Things are getting back in place and you will begin to see finances flow better when you're in alignment. Relationships flow better when you're in alignment. When I came into alignment, the ministry began to flow better. I began to stop putting expectations on the people that they couldn't meet because they were out of pocket too. But once we got back into pocket, he started positioning me, moving people into my sphere of influence. And everything changed when I learned what the kingdom of God is and where the kingdom is right now. The kingdom of God is now and not yet. There's a function right now and there will be a function in the future in totality. But right now, there is function right now. And we began to do that. Everything changed for us. Ministry became sweatless. And that's how all this stuff is happening in our lives right now. Right now. I've seen more finances than I have over the past year of COVID-19 than I have over the course of five years probably. Why? We're in the right space. And with 50 families in our ministry, we're doing things that people are doing with, with national ministries. And I have pastors asking me, how did we do it? And it is the glory and work of the creator. It's marvelous to us. I believe that's for you in the sphere of your influence tonight. In conclusion, to walk in your personal authority, do these seven things. It's just a little quick list. It's nothing, you know, stay in your lane. Don't try to get over there with something. Somebody tried to get me to do something the other day. I said, man, I, that's not what I do. <laughs> I would be wasting my time doing that. You're great at it. Okay. I can make some calls and help you in that way. I can do that. You know, Pastor Joshua Lewis tonight has the, the Carbon Academy, and I believe he's going to do great things with that. I'll help him do that, man. I, I, man, I'll support I do all of that. And that's what God gave him to do. And he stays in his lane. He helps with focus. And he was on here tonight. Might still be on here. I don't know. But that's, that's how we do. We can help one another and serve each other. And yet, I stay in my lane. Because if I stay in my lane, I'm great in my lane. Come on now. Nobody can beat me being me in my lane, in my personal domain. I used to try to hoop folk out, man, and do all that stuff and sing a little bit. That ain't that ain't me. Although I like, you know, singing and but that's for me. That, that's not for all of y'all to be hearing that, right? Stay in your lane. Number two, focus on the flow, not the method. It's a flow with God. It's a dance. And he leads. Follow. Number three, know the nature of your authority. If you go to our church website, you'll be able to see a lot of teachings on authority because I had to do that. I had to show people how this works. One time Jesus told a guy, he said, yo, I haven't seen great faith like this in all of Israel. People who are supposed to know faith. The father of faith came, you know, through them. And he said, I ain't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And why did he say that? Because that one dude knew how authority worked. He had great expectations and he knew 
he could have this particular thing because he knew how authority worked. When I learned that, I began to realize success is sequential because power submits to power. And if I'm in alignment, I cannot fail. Spiritual law dictates it. Let me move. Number four, trust the, the God of your gift. I can say that now. We've had four weeks together. Trust the God of your gift. Okay. Uh, we're going to be teaching Saturday. We have a leadership training at our church, virtual, and maybe 25 or 30 people or so can come spread out. And I'll be talking about gifts. Well, I have one session. My spiritual daughter, Raven Harvest, has one session. The first session, she's going to be talking about discovering your gifts. Pastor Cortavius Key is going to do manifesting your gift. And then I'm going to talk about the balance of your gift. Your gift is a, is a business. Because some folk think that your gifts can only work inside the building that they call the church, which is out of order. We are the church. Your gift functions through you, not just in a worship service. And if that's true, then it can do things that go beyond the worship service. But I'll be talking about that Saturday. So trust the God of your gift. There's, there are different ways to, to, that he uses gifts. And he says so in the book. Let me move. We're almost done. I'm one minute over. Don't apologize for you. I don't apologize to anybody for causing learning. That's what I do. I can wake up in the morning and cause learning because that's my, that's my gift. Causing learning is teaching. But in order to learn how to function in my gift, I had to learn what it did. What is the purpose of it, right? Because if you just think teaching, then you think it's just passing information. And it's not. Let me move. So don't apologize for your gift number six. Stop comparing yourself with other people. That's how you short circuit your flow. Okay? Don't, don't compare yourself with other folk. All right? And number seven, submit to authority in your lane. Submit to authority in your lane. Okay? Um, Power submits to power. I've had ministers, who, people who wanted to be ministers to come through the ministry, but they couldn't submit. A guy came to me one day and he said, I'm apostle so-and-so and so-and-so. The Lord sent me here to you know, take over your ministry. And I said, who told you that? It doesn't even work like that in the Bible. Apostles don't go and take over another person's work. They go and blaze a trail. They work where no one is working. But if I didn't know how authority worked, then I would have let that nonsense come in and hurt the folk, hurt the saints. We, we have to un begin to understand how authority works. That's why Paul never went where other apostles went because he was an apostle. They blaze a trail. And if you look at it in the scriptures, all 12 went in different directions across the globe. But yet we have people today try to walk in congregations and say, I'm taking over. Have you lost your mind? It don't even work like that. Right? So people don't know. We just don't know because we've done church and we don't know the kingdom. So we have to pay attention to these things. And, 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 and uh, this is why I'm here to cause learning. So it's 718. Normally we finish about 715. It's been about three minutes over. I do want to bring your attention to page 25 in your workbook. 
Um, it's just a little assessment that you can kind of go through at your own time and see what's a, a short list of things that may trigger your passion. Okay, it's just a trigger to help you to begin to, to, to realize that, okay? Uh, also, I wanna say that the, the books for the next four weeks will be available Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, um, but I wanna make sure there are no errors and uh, put, let somebody else's eyes get on it, okay? Because I, I felt bad, I saw a typo here in this lesson and, and normally we're pretty good with that. Uh, so, but we want to make sure we're, we're, we're ready for next week. So next week, we're going to start with the next session where we're dealing with understanding um, personal responsibility, personal leadership, because now that we can get you to this place to where you believe, we want to help you to understand the creator is looking at you to be responsible. And so there are four lessons that we're going to take you through, and it's going to be more detailed than this. This is basic. So it's going to be more detailed. I do have a book. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to sew into that book um, just as this one because it's it's about four or five lessons, four lessons, I think. Um, so that book will be $20 if that's on your heart to do, okay? Um, but most people receive it more and count it valuable if there's a cost to them, right? So please make sure, don't share these books with a lot of people out there yet because we want them to get it the right way, okay? Um, and so we don't want them to, we don't want them to go at it that way and just try to get it, you know. Now, I sold it into some people, that's fine. Um, people who are in this group, you know, the creator put it on my heart to do so and I did. Um, but just make sure we're, we're doing it the right way, okay? And um, we want people to go through the training so that they can hear it and get it the way you got it, okay? Now, uh, 721, uh, let's, 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 let's take a little bit here to kind of dialogue and conversate a bit. Um, what I'd like to do in short, because we, we have a number of people on the call tonight or in the session tonight, um, Somebody tell me something that, that challenged you in short, okay? In short, because we have about 12 or 15 people on here and uh, we wanna have ample time. So somebody share something that you received tonight, maybe something that challenged you, um, something that blessed you or something that caused you to see things a little differently. If, 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 uh, if, if that's you tonight, I'll open the floor up for that. Pastor, I'll start off. Okay. Um, I loved the way you went about the teaching tonight and you were explaining a lot of it dealt with personalization. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you kept reiterating to us, this is a personal thing. This is a personal walk. This, it, it's who you are. It's where you are. It's where you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, and 
truly that blessed my heart because it caused me to begin to re-examine myself. Mm-hmm. Um, as I go through life, periodically I re-examine myself, things that I want to accomplish, goals and visions and things of that nature. Yes, when I reach a certain point, I pull back and I look and I say to myself, now, did I hit my mark or am I off my mark? And if I'm off my mark, what do I need to do to accomplish that thing that I missed? Yes, and so um, a lot of it, I, I just thank God for you and your teaching, letting us know that uh, while we are collective on the phone, and everybody is making input, as we break away off the phone, it then becomes a personal thing yes, to, you know, to discover, okay, where where am I most effective? I can do a lot of things. Yes, to God be the glory, he gave me a lot of gifts and talents. But you challenged me tonight to really hone in on that, one thing or that or that second thing, that gift that God has given to me, and how can I use that to maximize my efficiency in the kingdom of God? Absolutely. And so I thank you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we thank Pastor Sheila for that. That that is, you know, that that is that speaks to the heart of what we in you know the intent was tonight. Because it it is personal. This is personal domain. And even though we're, you know, as the church, we're many members, uh, one body, there's a function for you. I really pray that I am able to communicate to people that each of us has, has a function. And we have these gifts and this ability to do what he has designed us to do. And, um, and I really pray that I am able to communicate it to those who don't know him yet so that they hear it and then want to know. They want to they know who they really are and discover the creator. And in order to discover their gifts, they got to discover the gift giver. And so uh, I, I appreciate you for that tonight. Is there anyone else? Anybody? Pastor, I want to say that uh, last week you were saying about the creator. Mm-hmm places you in a situation that prepares you for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I have been in that situation, you know, like, you know, for instance, at work and somebody just, just rubbed you the wrong way, but you just know that then you need to encourage him at that moment. Yes, ma'am. You know, that you need to encourage him. Yes, ma'am. But, uh, but, but I love this though. I mean, just being in the, in the right environment and, and just knowing the kingdom and explaining to people because you want them where you are. Yes, ma'am. You know, we, we, we know God as our Father, our Creator, and our Judge. We know He is the King of Glory. So yes. we want others to know this. And then you, you're yes. right, it comes it come naturally when you, you, you trust God more and more. Things that used to bother you don't bother you no more. Right. And, then, and you're growing. I, I see that. Yes, and ma'am. then you, it's like you want to help people. Yeah, just, yes, just being capable, confident, you know. You know, sometimes you might get nervous, but you know when it's time. You know, you have to know that time too, when to, uh, yeah. to talk to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Listen, Sister Green, I, I appreciate you because see, you 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 came to us 
And a lot of the things that you were hearing, it, it was new, but what happened, you had an open heart and you were receiving. And early on, you were going on training exercises with Way to Serve and, and you can lead a group now. You know, you, you can lead compassion leaders with Way to Serve. And so that's amazing. That's what you do. You're an encourager. You, you, you exhort, you, you help people. Maybe they're feeling bad and down, but after they leave your presence, they feel better. And so I'm grateful that you're, you're, you're in this group tonight because we need people like that. We need for all of us to operate where we are gifted in this personal space, in this personal domain. So I am, I am super proud of you and just, uh, and I heard you uh, start out with the gospel of the kingdom there, that God is our father, our creator, and our judge. He's the king of glory. Sound like your pastor been teaching you something. Oh, yes, brother. You really have. I mean, and it, it just make a difference because, you know, you just want to be responsible, you know, you know, have responsibility, not just saying, God, forgive me for my sin, just doing what God said, what God tell us to do. Yes, ma'am. You know, and so like you said, we might be just praying, just praying so wrong when all we got to do is just do what God tell us to do. Right. And I love, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, anyone else tonight? Um, something blessed you, challenged you? Uh, anyone? I want to praise on the uh, pastor there. This is Barbara. Barbara. All right now. Um, it, it blessed me because hearing you say that uh, passed away from New York is willing to move here and help. Um, I I like to encourage people, mm -hmm. but you know, I have a hard time encouraging myself to step out and do stuff. Sure. I, I know I got great faith, but it's just like I, I'm scared to step out because I'm scared people not going to let me um, do what I want to do. Okay, okay. Okay. And and I I just tend to just go with the flow and just fall back and 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 never accomplish what I want to do, even though I've been to school and got degrees and all that. But I still know that I need to do something that mm -hmm. beneficial, so that I can help me first and then help somebody else. That's my whole thing in life is to yeah. be able to help somebody else. Yeah, yeah, and see. Now it's been four weeks and of course I was expecting you to say something. It's been four weeks and now you've come on, you've spoken, you've communicated, you, you, you've spoken your heart, um, you've communicated exactly what we wanna do. We wanna help people to be able to help themselves but then that extends beyond them and they begin to help someone else and you communicated that effectively. Um, I do want to encourage you because no one should stop you from doing and being what the creator has given for you to do. God is your creator. He empowers you and you are capable, you are competent, and now you just have to be confident. Don't let anybody stop you. You know, I started out that way and when I didn't do certain things the way certain people thought I should do it, and you got to do it like this, uh -huh. I need to be who he created me to be. Yes. And, and when I got that, then that's when I was able to take things um, to another level and God could use me the way that he so desired. So 
you you be encouraged and you do exactly what he's given for you to do. And I will uh, open myself to you and help you in any way um, that I can. And I'm, I'm proud of you tonight for, for speaking uh, in front of the group and communicating your heart that way. So that to me, that's, that, that's a big step. No one should be able to stop you from doing what, what he's given for you to do. Uh, and there's room for you to lead and focus, okay? The, the vision is big enough for all of us. There's room for us to lead. And once I have done my part and trained people and got people to see what they need to see, I let leaders lead, you know? Um, so we, we, we're gonna have some ways that we can get this done. And I am sure that you will be able to, to, to help and to get in that space where it's gonna benefit you, but then extend beyond you. So again, thank you for that tonight. Um, thank and, and you. Go ahead. In, anyone else? We're still early, it's just 7.32, we, we, we're, we're good. Anybody? All right, so again, um, Hello. okay, go ahead, Trent. Oh, my thing wasn't working. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh, I just wanted to say the point you made about um, God never starts a thing until it's finished. Mm -hmm. That um, blessed me because of what I wanna do. Um, it's challenging, <laughs> it's challenging. Tell everybody what you want to do. Oh, um, I'm in college right now. I'm working towards becoming a doctor. I want to go to medical school and I want to be able to open a free clinic for people who don't have um, health insurance, a place where they can go and get the care that they need so they won't have to come to me because I want to be a surgeon, something in that area. So. I really want to do that. So, but it's going to be really challenging for me and just the workload and the school work. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. But when you said, when you make that point, it just made me see like Dr. Trinity Thomas is already there. Like God created me. It's there already. I'm just working towards that, getting to that point. So I'm going to go through stuff and I'm going to go through the challenges it's going to be hard and I have to grow so I can get to Dr. Trinity Thomas right. so that's what blessed me this week was really hard for me but very good but that helped a lot very good and you have to see it before you see it and so if I were you and you've heard me say this before and we've taught you this coming from a little girl all the way to where you are now I would get me a name plate Dr. Trinity Thomas, and I put it somewhere that I look at it every day. Mm -hmm. Maybe on your door, maybe on your mirror, I would write Dr. Trinity Thomas, whatever it is. Because you got to see it before you can see it. And you know that the creator never starts a thing till he, you know, until it's finished. So in the mind of God, that's done. You are successful. It's finished. And you believe that now you work and you move towards the finished product and you will be successful, okay? You are successful, that's what faith is. Faith, 
Faith doesn't say I will be. Faith says I am. And so you do it that way. And so I'm proud of you. Hang, hang on in there and, and do what you need to do. And, uh, and you'll see the end of your faith. That's, that's how it works. Okay. Um, anybody? Anybody else before we, we sign out tonight? Please remember, if you want the pure teachings that we have done in, in these areas, you can go to the link. I put it in the comment section, the chat box. Um, Global Impact Church 24-7.org. You just go to the GIC store and there are plenty, plenty of things in there. And those, those are just the pure teachings. We're not, we're not, um, that's in a church setting. Okay. So you can go and get that. Uh, also, uh, this Saturday, we're going to be doing that, that uh, seminar on gifts, um, discovering your gifts, manifesting your gifts, and then your gift is a business. Uh, learning the balance of your gifts. So you can register for that and attend virtually. It's free. Um, but you have to go to Eventbrite to do so. Okay. And just look up combat, uh, compact leadership training. And you should be able to pull it up if you so choose. I know some of you have already done so already. I appreciate you. And uh, we're going to do this again next week. Now, again, I will have the books ready probably Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday, I'll do my best to, 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 to make, make that announcement in the focus group and you'll be able to just cash out for it. I will make you go through the website to try to get it. You can just cash out and then I'll email it to you. Okay, and uh, that's the, the green book will be ready next week. Again, I appreciate all of you. Uh, know that we love you and we're gonna do our very best to help. Uh, if you have my information, uh, I'll be available tonight if you want to text or message or give me a call or whatever you need some, uh, need to talk some things through. Uh, I'll be available probably another hour. Okay. So again, we appreciate you and we'll do this again next week. Um, there's a big meeting in the city next week with Dr. Evans at Greater Peace. Uh, I've already emailed her. I won't be able to attend because of he this. I'm serious about this and we're gonna do this. And if you have to attend that, I understand, but I wanted to make sure to make myself available to all of you, but I have already spoken with her about what I needed to kind of talk about and the things that were given to me. So um, again, I appreciate you. Be encouraged and let's work towards this thing. And uh, uh, I'll be available to about 8.30, okay? Y'all be blessed and have a, uh, a great weekend, okay? And we'll do this again next week. Blessings, y'all. And I do have the recording. I'll, I'll email it out to everybody. God bless y'all.